Good morning, church. Uh, may the Lord bless you today. Christ is risen. Amen. We're a company of people that have been redeemed by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We gather together in his name. We gather together because we've been called and drawn together by the Holy Spirit. And if you are new with us today, I would like to personally greet you. Thanks for joining us today. We're not a perfect people. We're redeemed people. And we're a company of people that welcome you. We, as a family of believers, we say you're welcome here today. We pray that you meet with God in a very, very beautiful and unique and personal way. So thanks for joining us. Friends, I, uh, like most of you, since Thursday, have been troubled and deeply grieved in my spirit with the world events that are taking place, particularly in Ukraine and Russia. And as I woke up this morning, you have to understand, you know, we don't just throw things together around here. We pray, we prepare, we plan, we write sermons, we put together, I mean, notes go to visuals and worship team prepares and plans. But part of what it means to be a church that is under the leadership and the government of the Holy Spirit means that all of our plans are always plan B, right? right? right. It means that we do our due diligence to be excellent, but everything we do, we say, Lord, this house is yours. And when we gather together, it's yours. And New Life is a praying church. We are a praying people. We pray. We have a group of men that pray every Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. They've been doing that for years. We have a group of men that pray every Friday morning at 6 a.m., 6.15. They've been doing that for years. Pastor Brady has sent out the call for us to be praying uh, Wednesday, Monday through Thursday, 7.30 a.m. and 12, and we've been doing that for weeks, and hundreds of people have been gathering together and praying. On the first Wednesday of every month, which is coming up this week, we gather together and we cut out time to do nothing but worship and pray. We're a praying people. We're a praying church. And as I woke up this morning, I, I just had such a strong sense in my spirit that we're to turn our service into a prayer meeting today. We're to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So I texted Jonathan. I said, bro, I'm going to need your help. And he's like, all right, we're on it. Um, Kyle back there, I sent notes for the message. And I said, bro, we got to call an audible and we got to have a prayer meeting today. And so everyone's pivoting and everyone's adjusting. And we just can't do, I don't think we can do service as, as usual in light of what's happening in the world around us. Now, I'm going to share a couple of thoughts, but I want to get to this just as quickly as possible. Number one, guys, in order for this to work, this has to be our prayer meeting this morning. This has, this has to be something that we own. This has to be something where when I say, okay, let's line up and let's grab the microphone and pray, like it's not crickets in the house. You know, we're not waiting for minutes for somebody to jump up in here and pray. We're praying people. So we're going to open up the microphone here in a few minutes. Jonathan's going to lead us back into an attitude and a spirit of worship. I'm going to put some prayer points on the, on the screen here in a minute. And here's how this is going to work very simply. Uh, we're going to pray the scriptures. We're going to open up the word and we're going to pray into the situation that is happening in the Ukraine right now. In the book of Matthew chapter 21, let me just give a little direction. In the book of Matthew chapter 21, verse 12. It's okay if we don't have this on the screen. I just want to just set this as a little bit of context. The scripture tells us that Jesus entered the temple and he drove out everyone who was buying and selling there. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. And he says, it is written, he said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer. Now, for those of you who might be joining us today for the first time, or you're new to New Life Midtown, or you're here with us today online for the first time, 
Um, this may feel and sound unorthodox. This may not be normal to what uh, you've been expecting in a church service. Guys, the people of God have always been called to be a people who pray, yeah. right? And, and we try to create space for that in our service. But then there are seasons where we expand the prayers of the people. And listen, it is totally appropriate and it's right for us to say, we're consecrating the rest of this entire service to cry out to God. We've been in a series for the past seven weeks talking about who God is as father. And we had an awesome service and an awesome message for you guys planned this morning. But let me tell you this. Here's who our God is, right? Thanks, Scott. Here's who our God is. Our God is a God who participates and he partners with his people that he has set on the earth to be his kingdom representatives to see that we work together with God to see his kingdom come and his will be done on the earth. He's a God who hears prayer. He's a God who has always participated and partnered with human representatives to see that the goodness and the beauty and the order and the peace of his kingdom come to earth. And one of the ways he does that is through prayer. It's a mystery. I can't explain it. All I can tell you is he invites us to pray. He hears us when he pray and he moves and works with our prayers. And all I can say is, the church globally right now today in this hour, we're lifting up our voices and we're praying and God can do what, like Christy said, no human government or no human agency can do and he can get in and he can intervene. And friends, our brothers and our sisters around the world, they need an intervention of the hand of God this morning. So this house, I declare that this house is going to be a house of prayer and it's going to be a house of prayer for the nations. It's not just a house of prayer for us because God cares deeply about what's happening around the world. All right, let's throw a couple of these prayer points on the screen. I just want you to be able to see these because I'm gonna ask that we pray on topic this morning, um, that we don't get into, this isn't a time to get into political opinion. This is not a time to blast presidents or world leaders. This is a time to pray the heart of God and to pray the will of God and to pray the scripture. Here's a couple of things we're gonna pray. Number one, guys, we're gonna pray uh, rescue from, for the vulnerable from the hands of their enemies. I was reading an article earlier this morning, and there are civilians that are being targeted. There are civilians that are being killed, and that, that is just unacceptable. And what is happening right now is unacceptable, and we are going to pray that the divine protection of God be upon the innocent and the vulnerable, civilians, everyone who is over in that side of the world. Number two, we're going to pray... Uh, we're going to pray that world leaders, and I'm not talking about just world leaders in Ukraine, our, our, our national leaders. We're going to pray that all global leaders have the wisdom that's from above. James 3 tells us that there are two types of wisdom. There's a wisdom that is earthly, which is essentially selfish, and it's driven by power and empire. But there is a wisdom that is from above. There's a wisdom that enables people of seemingly irreconcilable differences to come to the table and find spirit-empowered and spirit-inspired solutions that bring about peace. And it's a peace that only God can bring. And we're praying for that kind of wisdom to enter into war zones today. Amen? All right, number three, we're going to pray that the church in Ukraine be empowered by God's spirit. I cannot even imagine, like I'm sitting here worshiping and going, we have total freedom right now. We have freedom to lift up the name of Jesus. We have freedom to gather here without fear and safety for the time being. And I'm thinking about our brothers and sisters, not just in Ukraine, but around the world who are being persecuted, who are suffering for their faith. 
And so I'm, I'm clicking right in now to praying for the persecuted church because there's an element of persecution that is happening to our brothers and sisters in the faith, and I want us to cover them. And I want us to pray that they're emboldened and filled with the spirit of courage right now. It's amazing. Like, when you read through the book of Acts, and the spirit of God starts just doing crazy things, like delivering people from prisons and angels showing up. Guys, those aren't fairy tales. <laughs> I believe that the Spirit of God can do something in and through and by his people and enable them to be a faithful presence in that place. Uh, Colin, I just feel like there's something special you're supposed to pray when we open this up, man. I just saw you, and, I, and I'm like, I know that you carry that part of the world, bro. So uh, Colin grew up in Uzbekistan, so his parents are still missionaries there today. So I need you to pray this morning, brother. All right, squirrel. <laughs> All right, number four, uh, we're going to pray that God, God is the God who makes wars to cease. And I saw this in, um, there is a line that I saw by Pete Gregg uh, in 24-7 prayer. And he has this prayer. He says, we're going to pray that God would bring a peace that is strong. And that just gripped me, a peace that is strong, uh, which means that it's, it's not just a man-made peace. It's not just superficial and shallow. It's not just kind of placating and compliance, but it's a peace that comes by the government of God. It's a peace that comes by the wisdom that's from above. It's a peace that comes from submission in the kingdom of God. And we're going to pray that God bring a peace that is strong. All right, let me give a couple of directives real quick. And then, Jonathan, if you would come up and if there's, if there's anybody else that, that you want to join you. Friends, um, this is a time to pray. It's not a time to preach. It's not a time for commentary. It's not a time for what you got in your devotional reading. It's not a time for sharing. It's a time to pray. So when you come up and you grab this microphone, and then, babe, if you would help me, um, just grab that mic and maybe set it up here in the front. Uh, I'm going to ask that you pray. I'm going to ask that you pray on topic. You can take any one of these topics or something that fits within the spirit of these topics. Is that clear? Does that help you? I'm going to ask that you, if you have a scripture, um, pray the scriptures. It's amazing when you read the Psalms in light of what's happening in Ukraine. Friends, it's ridiculous. And if you just insert Ukraine, like, let me give you an example. I've been praying Psalm 70, and I've been praying Psalm 71. I'm just going to give you this as an example, just so you can see this, and maybe it can arm you in your own time with the Lord. So Psalm 70 and Psalm 71, listen to Psalm 70. It says, hasten, O God, to save me. And so I just put in there, instead of save me, I just say, hasten, O God, hasten, which means, God, come quickly. God, intervene right now to save the people of Ukraine. See that? Come quickly, Lord, to help them. May those who want to take their lives be put to shame and confusion. And may all who desire their ruin be turned back in disgrace. Look at Psalm 71. In you, Lord, our brothers and sisters in Ukraine have taken refuge. Oh, God, never let them be put to shame. But in your righteousness, rescue them and deliver them and turn your ear to them and save them. Right, that's an example of praying the Psalms and praying it specifically for the people that are in Ukraine. So pray on topic, pray the scriptures, um, and guys, let's make this our prayer meeting today. So, uh, Stephen Silvana, I feel like there's something that you guys are carrying this morning that you gotta pray as well. So friends, right now, if you're ready, why don't you just come on up here and you can just get in line. We're gonna have this line, maybe start where Dusty's sitting and then kind of go up against the wall. But I'm gonna open us up. Friends, you can feel free to stand. You can pace the room. But this is the agenda of heaven for this morning. This is the agenda. The agenda is for us to partner with the Holy Spirit and to cry out to God for his hand to intervene in world affairs. 
I don't know if you've seen the reports, but even now, uh, even Taiwan has reported that there's been sketchy activity from China in their airspace. Guys, like the world is unsettled. Scripture tells us that there will be wars and rumors of wars, but we serve the God who's over all. Amen? We serve the God who is over all. And we're going to stand here today and we're going to call in heaven and we're going to declare that he's the God who reigns. We're going to declare that Christ has been resurrected from the dead and his kingdom will reign over all. So will you join me this morning, Father God? I'm asking today that your Holy Spirit would empower the church and your Holy Spirit would empower New Life Midtown right now and this morning. We devote the space to you. And we open it up and we say, Holy Spirit, just alight yourself upon our prayers. Move upon us and inspire us and show us and teach us how to pray, God. We've not been in a situation like this before. And Father, we put all of our emotions on the line and we put all of our human intellect on the line and we say, God, teach us how to pray right now. Teach us how to get right now into alignment with the heart and the will of God. God, help us to feel what you're feeling. Help us to enter into solidarity with the vulnerable and the oppressed and the defenseless that are there in Ukraine. Father God, help us, Lord, to even to, to get into the heart of God to praying for, for the people of Russia. God, that you would intervene with our enemies and with the enemies of Ukraine, God, and you would show up, Lord, and that you would, you would show up in visions and you would show up in dreams and you would cause madness to cease, God, and you would bring government and you would bring order and Jesus would be glorified in this hour, God. Holy Spirit, we devote this time to you. Come, come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit of God. Guide us in this place of prayer, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead, Colin. Pop, I just think the first thing that comes to mind is the vulnerable and the children. God, I just pray for the children of Ukraine. Um, yes, we pray for physical protection, God. We pray for um, emotional and spiritual protection. God, as they're fearful and watching the adults in their lives, God, I pray um, for an immense amount of wisdom for the adults uh, in their lives, teachers, parents. Father, I just think of, uh, you said, let the little children come to me, Jesus. And um, we just pray that these children would um, just get a revelation of who you are through this. Um, we pray that, um, yeah, I just think of the adults who are in positions where they don't have the answers, God. I just pray you'd help them say they don't have the answers. And I just pray that, um, yeah, the children would see the vulnerability and the humility of their parents and the people they trust, God. And um, just give the adults wisdom on how to protect these children in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that they would no longer be seen as a borderland, something to be fought for, something to be um, divided up, but that they would be seen as their own country, their own, um, their own place, their own home, Father God, that people would respect the land of Ukraine as its own entity, Father. And so, Lord, we do pray for peace, mir, in, in Ukrainian, Father. We pray for peace in that land. We pray for peace over the people of Kiev right now as, as forces are moving into that city, Father God. Lord, a city whose name literally means blessing of God, unusual gift of God. Father, we pray that this gift from you would be preserved, that it would be able to, to, to come out of this and shine forth, shine your glory, Father God that the people here would be 
safe, they would be protected by your hand, Father God, that you would put angels around them, Father, those who are who are struggling to flee, that you would protect their travel, those who are, who are stuck in the city, Father God, that you would keep them covered by your hand, Father God. We pray for peace, peace in the city, and peace in this nation. Lord, as Pastor said, God, teach us to pray. So many of the people in this room or watching this service have never been in a war situation. So, God, we need you. You have been there. You are there right now. So, God, we pray that you would teach us to pray as if we were there, hearing the airplanes going above or seeing the military come in, worrying or caring for our kids, Lord God, that we would pray as if we were there, not as if we were far away, just praying, oh, Lord, bless them, God. Let our hearts be part of this. God, and we pray for both the people who know you and the people who don't know you in Russia and in Ukraine and in the countries around. Lord, this does not just touch them. God, this touches your body throughout the whole world and those who don't know you yet. So, God, we pray that what the the devil meant for good, for, for evil, that you would turn around for good. God, that you would bring blessing. That those stories that we will never hear, but that the people who live them, that you would uh, shelter them in a moment where they hear the enemy coming and they don't know which way to go, and you say, go this way, and they escape that shot or whatever is happening, Lord, that you protect those vulnerable ones and you kind of put your wing over them so that the enemy can't see them, can't hurt them, Lord. God, there's so many and it doesn't matter whether we know that story or not. God, be real, be there, show your presence, show yourself as the awesome, mighty God that you are, Lord God. Bring peace, bring understanding, bring hope above everything else, Lord God that people will not give up hope, will not just lay down and die or say, what matters? God, that those in Russia, Lord, that you would soften the hearts of the leaders there, that you would cause them to think about their own children and see the children that they're affecting in Ukraine and other countries, Lord, that you would soften their hearts, that they would go, what what am I doing? God, bring peace, bring love. God, we pray for love to abound, that in this moment of of challenge, of, of things breaking, God, that you would shine love, would shine hope, would shine mercy, would shine grace, would shine faithfulness, Lord, through your people and others. God, let your mercy abound. God, we pray for those. Who are hearing the armies around them, who are scared. God, we pray that they would know the reality of Psalm 91 that he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. God, we pray for that to be a reality for those who are dwelling in your shelter, who are hiding. Lord God, that this would be real for them, that we would get a chance to hear that testimony. Lord God, that you would be their refuge and their fortress. Lord God, that they would trust in you with great confidence and rely on you, Lord God, that you would save them from the trap. 
God, from the pestilence that often happens in war. Lord God, we, we ask that you would, you would give them clean water, water that is, that is good to drink, that they would not die from pestilence because of the war, but that you would protect them, give them ways to clean the water. Lord, we pray for the humanitarian efforts that will be going in, that they will get through, that they will bring food and water, Lord God. God, we just thank you that your your word, this, this whole Psalm 91, speaks so specifically to every need that they have right now. God, bring it to our minds. Help us to pray this with, with hope, with trust, and knowing that this is your will, that we would pray this and bring this supply for them. God, bring hope. And God, I pray specifically for those children whose whose parents may be killed in this war. Lord God, as a bomb falls or shots are fired and they realize their parents are dead and they're alive. God, what a hard thing. I can't imagine what those children are going through. So God, we pray for other parents, for single people who don't have kids for those who are around them, who see them, that say, come, you are now my family. You are now my child. I will protect you. God, be the father to the fatherless. God, let people help other people, God. God, have mercy on them, these little children. You see them. You know who they are. Let them not be alone. Bring someone to cover them and to save them. Bless them, Lord God. You're the only one who can. You're the only one who can. Thank you, Lord, that when we pray, we know you hear us, and we know that if you hear us, we know we have what we ask for. We pray for the vulnerable and the, especially the believers in Ukraine and in Russia and in that region of the world. Help them to be strong in you, Lord, and in your mighty power. We pray the full armor of God upon these people in Ukraine in that borderland so that they can take their stand against the devil's schemes. Help them to recognize that their battle is not against flesh and blood. It is not against the other people. It's not against each other. It's not even against them own self, their own selves. But help them to recognize that it is against the rulers and the authorities and the powers of darkness and the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Thank you, Jesus, that you've given us all authority over all the power of the evil one that we tread on serpents and scorpions and that nothing will harm us. Nothing will harm our siblings in Christ in the Ukraine. Therefore, I pray the full armor of God upon them so that when that day of evil comes, they will be able to stand their ground and having done all to stand. We declare they will stand firm, girding themselves with the belt of truth. May the breastplate of righteousness guard their hearts front and back so that the enemy cannot blindside them. May their feet be fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, we pray that you would increase their faith so that they could extinguish every flaming arrow of the evil one. And putting on the helmet of salvation, help them to rejoice. Not just because evil spirits obey them. Thank you that on Jesus' authority in the church, they do, that they must. But help them to rejoice even this day that their names are written in heaven and taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Help them to wield the sword of the Spirit as never before, with greater love, with greater wisdom, 
with greater humility, with greater gentleness, with greater gratitude, with greater discernment, and with a greater submission to the Holy Spirit's power. Help the church in the Ukraine especially to pray in the power of the Spirit at all times, to stay alert and persistent in their prayers for all the saints. Help us to stay alert and persistent in our prayers for all the saints, God. And I pray that whenever they open their mouths, the words may be given to them, that they may fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which we are all your bond slaves, gratefully, by choice, by grace. I pray that we will declare it, that they will declare it fearlessly in the name of Jesus. And when the powers would try to move in, they will stand. Guard them, Lord, so that they will stand and that the others that don't believe in you, that are serving other gods, that are trying to serve the God of mammon, that are trying to serve the empire, that they will see something different and they will want Jesus, that they will want you because of the light they see in these people that are in a vulnerable state, but in our weakness, you show your power to be perfect. Shine from that place as never before. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. el Señor que haz que cesen las guerras en toda la tierra quiebra los arcos, destroza las lanzas y arroja los carros al fuego y por eso te pedimos ahora que salves la vida de muchas personas en Ucrania crea una paz que sea fuerte y no se debilite haz que disminuya esta crisis escuchamos de guerras y rumores de guerras pero tú, Señor, eres nuestra roca, nuestra fortaleza y nuestro libertador. Nuestra esperanza está en ti. Y por eso nos dirigimos ahora a las naciones. En el nombre de Jesús decimos, quedaos quietos, reconoced que Él es Dios. Él será exaltado entre todas las naciones. Él será enaltecido en la tierra. Father, even the Old Testament tells us that there's a time for war and there's a time for peace and until such time as you uh, restore peace in this region there's war not because you will it but because it is and no one hates war more than the warrior For at the point of engagement, at the tactical level, at the point of the spear, there's only destruction. And it's horrible. It's haunting. It's lasting, whether you survive or not. It's terrible. 
So right now I pray for the warrior. For every sailor, soldier, airman, every private, every sergeant, every lieutenant, every general. God, give them the strength and the courage to rely on the training that they have endured to prepare them for this hour. The Ukrainian soldier, the Russian soldier, the NATO soldiers on the edges, prepare their feet for battle. And Father, when they aim their weapons at military targets, I pray that they would shoot straight and hit their target and eliminate the target. And every tactical engagement would be decisive to the battle and every battle to the operation and every operation to the campaign so that this war can come to a conclusion swiftly with unnecessary killing and father from your seat of sovereignty I pray that you would instill in every sailor soldier and airman restraint help them not to be cruel in response to their emotional uh, 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 anger sadness for seeing their comrades die and they wouldn't take it out on non-combatants they wouldn't punish the innocent whether they're privates or whether they're generals hold back evil father Restore peace quickly. Come, Lord Jesus.
selfish ambition in your hearts do not boast about it or deny the truth such wisdom does not come down from heaven but is earthly unspiritual demonic for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you find disorder and every evil practice but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure then peace-loving considerate submissive full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. So Father, we just pray. We pray for your wisdom, God. We pray for your wisdom for the world leaders that are involved in the situation in Ukraine, God. We just pray that your light would break in selfish ambition be crushed in the name of Jesus greed and pride be broken in Jesus name we speak humility we speak sincerity we speak love we speak self-sacrifice Jesus you are the wisdom of God revealed on this earth and you laid your life down you gave yourself Jesus we just speak that spirit into Ukraine right now. God, be glorified. Be glorified, Lord. We look forward to the testimonies of your life that comes out of self-sacrificial love. Jesus, we say have your way. For the church in Ukraine and Russia out of Acts 4, 29 through 31. Lord, grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Father, we ask that you would just fill them with your Holy Spirit. Lord, embolden them, empower them to stand firm and stand strong on your truth and your promises, Jesus. Where there is no way, we ask that you would make a way for them. Those that have lost family members, those that are still trying to get out. Those whose worlds and paradigms are shaken and in and, and shambles. God, would you show them that you are the God who cares and loves 
that you are faithful and your faithfulness endures forever. Father, would you just make them such beacons of light in this dark hour? Lord, would you just point them to Jesus? May they speak your words. May they touch with your hands. May they look on with your eyes. Father, would you just turn many to your son in this hour, that many would be saved. Father, hear our prayer. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we know that you love all people. I pray that you would give us a heart for all people. Give us your heart. Help us to pray for the innocent of the world, Lord. Help us to pray for our world leaders, Lord. Soften our hearts. Help us intercede, Lord. You urge us to offer petitions and prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving made for all people and for kings and all those in authority. So, Lord, give our world leaders wisdom, your wisdom from above. Give them a holy fear of you. Give the church leaders in Ukraine wisdom. Give them boldness. Help them not grow weary. Raise them up. Give them peace in the midst of the unknown, Lord. We pray for protection for those in Ukraine, and we pray this over them. God, you are their rock in whom they can take refuge. You are their shield and their horn of salvation. You are their stronghold, their refuge, and their savior. From violent people, you save them. I call the Lord who is worthy of praise and have been saved from my enemies. Crônicas 20, quando esse enorme exército veio, Senhor, para atacar o povo de Israel e o rei Josafá não sabia o que fazer, mas ele, ele foi para ti e ele orou. Second Chronicles 20, our God, we will not judge them, for we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do. But our eyes are on you. Senhor, Senhor, eu clamo pelo teu povo ali na Ucrânia que não estão sabendo o que fazer, mas estão escolhendo colocar os olhos dele no Senhor. Então a minha oração nessa manhã é para que o Senhor ouça, que o Senhor veja o que está acontecendo e, e traga confusão no exército inimigo. Senhor, levanta a tua igreja ali na Ucrânia, para que ela possa colocar os olhos delas fitos no Senhor, sabendo que a, a única maneira deles serem libertos dessa situação é por uma intervenção divina. E por isso, Senhor, eu clamo, intervenha, intervenha, Senhor, intervenha. Envie os teus anjos para guerrear essa batalha. E nessa mesma passagem o Senhor falou que essa batalha eles não teriam que pelejar Porque essa batalha era Tua, Senhor E eu clamo que isso se repita Que essa palavra, batalha seja Tua e não de homens E que o Senhor traga, Senhor, traga livramento Desbarate o exército inimigo Traga confusão nas comunicações Abra portas para que a ajuda chegue e desbarate que eles possam voltar pelo mesmo caminho como eles vieram, Senhor. Mas salva vidas, poupa vidas de inocente. 
poupa a vida de inocentes Mas levanta a tua igreja ali na Ucrânia como um exército em oração Clamando, reconhecendo que eles não têm como se defender Mas que eles estão com os olhos postos no Senhor E o Senhor nos defenda Da mesma forma como se defendeu o povo de Israel E o rei Josafá Que o Senhor desbarate o exército inimigo E que o Senhor, que a tua mão Traga a vitória e restaure essa paz forte Que eles estão precisando nesse momento Em nome de Jesus Em nome de Jesus Lord, make war cease to the end of the earth. You break bows, shatter spears, and burn shields with fire. And so we ask you now, Lord, in your holy name to save the lives of the many people in Ukraine, in Russia, all those involved in this conflict, Father God, that you would make a peace, that you would bring the shalom of God that is strong and not weak. We pray that you would de-escalate this crisis swiftly, Lord God, Lord, we hear of wars and rumors of wars, but you, Lord, are our rock, our fortress and our deliverer. Our hope is in you. And Lord, we address the nations now in the name of Jesus, and we say, be still and know God. He is exalted among the nations. He shall be exalted in the earth. Kyrie Lord, have mercy. you that this church has a heart for the people of Ukraine. Lord, this church has sent its young people to serve the children of Ukraine. We've served the people. We have sent ourselves to them, so we are united to them. So Lord, I just want to pray for peace for Ukraine now in Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult, Come, behold the works of the Lord. See the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease at the end of the earth. He breaks the bow. He shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. is that many of the leaders are being hunted hunted down and are in hiding many of those leaders are believers some are not but father right now we ask that you would keep every one of those leaders in your eye and that you would hide them in the shadow of your wings and that you would save them from the wicked who would do them violence and from their deadly enemies who surround them. Father, that wickedness, that deadliness causes great fear and there is a huge blanket of fear that has fallen over the nation of Ukraine and much of Russia. And right now we stand with your word and say perfect love casts out fear. And we pray that you would pour your perfect love over every bit of that area. 
that they wouldn't even know what is going on. But because of your love, because of your love, the fear would be cast out and reason would come. And they will be able to do what is good and right in your eyes. In Jesus' name. Father, I can't, but I can't help but grieve with these family members, Lord, who have lost loved ones, friends, workplaces, livelihood, homes. God, we grieve with them together, Lord. We we bear this burden with them, God. We pray for them, God, that you would strengthen and give them rest in due time, God, that you would nourish them in this time, God, with your Holy Spirit and your peace and your hope, Lord, that hope is hope is still a thing, Lord, that they could have, God. They don't have to be hopeless, Lord, right now, because you, Lord, have seen this all the way to the end. God, I pray for the churches over there, the displaced churches, God, that you would unite them, God, in a way that only your Holy Spirit can unite them, Lord, whether they have uh, a way to connect through media or, or Lord, however it, it is right now over there, God, I can't even imagine what it's like, God, but I pray you would unite them, God, and that you would pour out your spirit on them, God, God, and bring, give them intercessors, God, that they could do war in the heavenlies, God, that they could they could come against the evil, Lord, that is fueling this war, God. God, I just ask that you would give us, Lord, your insight on this. Lord, tell us what you are saying about this, God, so that we may take our place in this war, Lord, where we are here, Lord, in America, Lord, and right now, everything at this point in time, we are safe and at peace and um, carrying on with our day-to-day business, God, but we could we could be intercessors in this, God, and I pray you would give us the intercession, Lord, and that we would carry this, Lord, and that your will would be done and your kingdom would come, God, in this. We glorify you, God, and we just ask, Lord, that you would you would have your way in all this, God. Lord, it's no secret that it, your word tells us, Lord, that there's a point in time when this these things are going to happen, God, and we just pray, Lord, that we are ready. Lord, help us to be ready, God. In Jesus' name. I read earlier this morning that in the course of four days, there were 386,000 people that have been overnight turned into refugees. I want you to imagine that. I want you to imagine trying to pull together your family and your clothes and your toiletries and whatever is valuable to you in a matter of hours, and you're ended up in a land that is not your own. And so if, if one of you could just carry that and pray for that, I want to pray for the refugees that are fleeing their land, fleeing their country, and they're ending up as foreigners in a place that is not their own. Isaiah 58. 
is this not the kind of fasting that I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free, to set Ukraine free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. And the light will break forth like dawn and your healing will quickly appear and your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of the oppression, with the pointing of the finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. He will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and they will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called the repair of the broken walls, the restorer of the streets with dwelling. Come, Lord Jesus. Father, I want to pray very specifically for the hearts and minds of these children, God, as they are going through unspeakable trauma. Father God, I pray that your angels would encamp around them. Father, that your hedge of protection would be on all sides, God. Father, as Psalms 91 says, I pray that as these children of Ukraine dwell in the shelter of the Most High, that they will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Let them say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely you, God, will save them from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Cover these children, God, with your feathers, and under your wings let them dwell. Let them find refuge in you, your faithfulness, Father, that it would be a shield and a rampart around their hearts and their minds right now, Father God. Thank you that the children of Ukraine would not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at the midday that thousands may fall at their side and tens of thousands at their right hand, but it will not come near them, Father God. I pray that they will observe with their eyes the punishment of the wicked. Give them belief to say, the Lord is my refuge, and to make the most high their dwelling, that no harm will overtake them, no disaster will come near their tent. Father, command your angels concerning these children, God, to guard them in all of their ways, that your angels will lift these children up in their hands so that they will not strike their foot against a stone. Father, that these children of you, Cain, will tread on the lion and the cobra and they will trample the great lion and the serpent because you, God, love these children so immensely. And thank you, Lord, that you say that you will rescue them, you will protect them, for they acknowledge you, God. They will call on your name and you will answer them. You will be with them in trouble and you will deliver them and honor them. With a long life, you will satisfy them and show them your salvation, Father. Psalm 34, four says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Lord, you hear their shouts. You hear their cries. Lord, you hear their screams. Lord, just as you delivered the 
their from their enemies, Lord. I pray you would deliver Ukraine from their foes, Lord. Deliver these people, Lord. Deliver your children, Lord. Deliver my brothers and my sisters. Only you can do it, Lord. Amen. are not found in power. The answers are found in our own weakness. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to this very present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have been the first fruits of the Spirit, we groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies, for in this hope we were saved. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance to the will of God. Lord, hear our prayer. God, we pray for those who are in the front lines. God, we declare from the top of their head to the soles of their feet that they are strong and quick to turn to you. God, we pray for their families that peace and comfort will cover them. God, I cast away any anxious thoughts over their children and their families. God, I pray that any fear of not knowing that their family member may not come home will be cast away. God, we pray for the families that had a normal day last week and now they're hiding for their lives. God, that protection will be over them. God, we pray for their hope that it will not be drowned out. God, we declare that their faith will not be destroyed. God, we pray that your love and that your faith and your grace and your mercy will ignite their souls. And God, it will strengthen their grounds. God, hear our prayer. Lord, I pray for the hearts of the ones who've lost, lost one loved ones. Lord, I pray that you will soften their hearts, keep them from hardening. Lord, I pray that your mercy, your grace, your love will run like a river. Lord, I pray for your strength to be upon them and your energy and your love and your love for they're going through hard times. Lord, give them strength. Give them grace, give them peace, in Jesus' name.
lost their homes, who don't have a home, give them a home, be their home. I pray that Putin would see you, that he would stop this madness, bring peace, please. know that they are not alone. They are with you. Please, Lord, hear our prayer. Would you stand with me this morning? We are a people of the resurrection. We believe that we serve the God who raised Jesus from the dead. And God is over all. And as we prepare our hearts to come and break bread at this table, which is a physical declaration and proclamation of the Lord who reigns, I just think there's a song that's perfect for this moment. And as Jonathan sings this, I want to invite you to come and receive the bread and the cup. And then we'll all partake of this together again as a just a prophetic announcement in the earth, the heavens and the earth, that God is at work and he is moving upon the prayers of his people. So friends, I invite you to come and Jonathan, if you would lead us in this song. Thank you. 
Friends, we look to a day when God makes all things new. We look to a day when the words that we declare by the coming of Christ's reign and his kingdom is that there will be a peace that touches every part of this earth because it is a new heavens and it is a new earth. And we live in Advent where we look for the return of our King and the fullness of his promise will be made true and made known. And until that day comes, we will continue to be people of the resurrection. We will continue to pray. We will continue to lament. We will continue to intercede. We will continue to stand and declare that God is at work in the earth. Amen. Amen. The night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And right before he did that, he said this to his disciples. He says, a time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered each of you to your own home and you will leave me all alone yet I am not alone for my father is with me I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart beloved for I have overcome the world Jesus as we take the bread in our hand and we break it a physical picture of your body being broken so that we could be whole. We receive today the body of Christ. Friends, take and eat. And then he took the cup and he proclaimed, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. We declare today that your sins have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus. By his life and death and resurrection, he has made you clean and he has made you whole and he invites you, every single one of you, those that are present and those that are watching with us online, God himself is extending an invitation. You've been forgiven and you've been clean. You've been redeemed and he says, come, be restored to your family, your identity and your purpose. Friends, let us receive the cup of the blood of Jesus. Amen, and thanks be to God. Friends, I want to just say thank you for participating, like wholeheartedly, stepping in and being those faithful ones that stand in the gap. And I want to encourage you, whether it's at a Wednesday morning prayer with men or whether it's at your table group this week or the next, or whether it's around the table with your family, with your roommates, with your spouse, this is the season for us to stay alert, to be a praying people lifting up our voices. And I want to charge you and I want to encourage you to do that. So as you go forth today, I bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the Lord bless you and may he keep you and be gracious to you. Lift up his bright shining face upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May he give you wisdom for every situation that you're facing. May he comfort you in your troubles and in your fears. May he give you solutions to the problems that you face. May he bring reconciliation to your closest relationships. And in the name of Jesus, may he empower you to be a witness to the space that he's called you to in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Grace and peace be with you, brothers and sisters. Amen.